You're listening to The Overflow Show, a podcast that follows our lives as a young married couple who love Jesus. We are Caleb and Katia Cox, and our goal is to inspire people like you to dream big, know God, and never settle for less. We hope you enjoy the show. So, Basil, this has been a really anticipated, long-awaited <laughs> interview for us to do. Yes. Um, I reached, I think I reached out to you first, like, oh, four God. months ago or five months ago. Four months ago, before the podcast even was a thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, so long before ago. you guys got married, yeah. We talked about it. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the most anticipated <laughs> thing on our podcast. For so, us, at least. For us. Else really new. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But we hope you guys enjoy um, so, take us back to the beginning, I guess. Who is Basil? And is that even your name? <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 My real name is Faith. Faith. Yeah. So, I know you from LCU. Mm-hmm. We went to Todd White's school together. Yeah. And where are you from? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You grew up there? Yes. Okay. Born and raised, and I lived there till I came to Texas for school. Okay. Specifically. Um, yeah. Should I? Yes. You can okay. tell us about your family, like, um, how it all started. Yeah. Okay, so I, it was the five of us, my siblings. I have eight siblings total, so there's nine of us, but at first it was just the five of us for seven years. Or no, that's not true seven years since I was born, so five years, yeah. Five years, um, it was just the five of us, and we were really close, my siblings with my parents and mm-hmm. stuff, and then um, my twin sisters were born in 2007, and that's, I feel like, for me, that's when it kind of went downhill. Um, like, my parents, like, we did less traveling, because we used to travel with my dad all the time around the States, and then I just feel like they had, they didn't pay much attention. Mm-hmm. to us kids anymore they were more busy like financially as well like mm-hmm. was um a problem and stuff like that and there's just a lot of fighting going on since they were born and then they had two more which also i feel like was mm-hmm. <laughs> it was always busy <laughs> in the house um and so i was raised in more of like a political church i guess you could say like they didn't really i feel like they didn't really talk about the bible much other than if they did, it would lead into, like, government, presidential, weird things like that. <laughs> which I'm like, I don't understand what that is. Yeah. And it was always, it was so boring to me. Like, he could talk for, like, four hours. And all the kids were like, what is going on? Yeah. And so, they were the type of people... <laughs> they were the type of people that would go to, like, pride fests and, like, abortion clinics mm-hmm. and saying, like, you need to repent, you're going to hell, blah, blah, blah. And so they were, like, super judgmental. Um, and at the time, I was like, how, this is just, it didn't sit right with me ever, and then I started to have more friends that were in that community, the LGBT community, Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, why do they get to go to hell, but you guys get to go to heaven, when you guys seem like the mean ones? Yeah. So it didn't really make sense to me, so basically at, like, age seven or eight, I kind of just accepted the fact that Jesus wasn't real. Like, I was like, he has to be made up. 
You said it was seven or eight? Yeah, seven wow. or eight years old. And I knew that it would hurt like my parents if I told them that. And so I just kind of kept it to myself almost. Um, I still went to church. I still tried to be that like goody two-shoed daughter, even though I was really <laughs> obnoxious and I don't think anyone liked me as a kid. But yeah, so that kind of happened. And ever since I accepted that, I would like see things like shadows and like weird things at night or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I assumed that it was my mom. Like anytime I'd be sleeping, like there'd be this person breathing next to me, like while I was asleep. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was my mom. And I remember bringing it up to my mom one time. I was like, can you not like <laughs> be near me while I'm sleeping? And she told me that she never did that. And I was like, whatever, I don't care. Um, so yeah, but later I realized now when I was in LC, I was like, dude, I don't think, I yeah. think that, that really was my mom. Um, so I kind of graduated when I was like 16 and 17. Mm -hmm. And I went to school at Wisconsin Lutheran College for a semester. And I just didn't really know what I wanted to do. I went in for teaching and I kind of was like, oh, I really don't want to do this. But whatever it's like the easy thing at this point I'm mm -hmm. here now might as well just continue with it and I met um this person oh we're gonna call, call her Bridget okay. just so I don't have to name names but Bridget yeah. I met Bridget and she had two kids she needed help with so I started you know helping on the side like watching her kids and she had a crystal business that she would do online and so like new age crystals yeah like healing crystals that people would buy like oh yeah this helps with anxiety like yeah. all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and so she was doing that even though she doesn't believe that it helps with that like she just likes the money so she would sell crystals for the money because people pay a lot for yeah. those types of things um, and so as her business started to grow and she was the only person working, like she needed more help mm -hmm. with that. And so I was like, whatever, I can help you. And looking at what she was making, I was like, whoa, I should quit this teaching thing because <laughs> they don't make much anyway. Mm -hmm. So I basically only went to school for one semester and I moved in with her after that semester, so right before Christmas, um, but something happened in between those lines, like during school and before I moved in, I obviously was like kind of a party girl, I would drink all the time and I'd like sleep around with like a bunch of people and when I first started to go to school, like two weeks after classes started, I found out that I was pregnant. And I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get away with this one? Because people still think that I'm a Christian and I believe that. Mm -hmm. And I'm still trying to be this like perfect daughter for my parents and stuff. Oh. So I was like, how am I going to get away with this one? Unless mm -hmm. I really do just move in with Claudia and then just don't see them mm -hmm. for so long, you know? Um, so... I had to, in my head, I was like, I have to get an abortion. I have to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I knew it was wrong, I still was like, that's the only way mm -hmm. I can get away with this. And mm -hmm. so I had to wait till I turned 18. Um, so this was, yeah, this was in 2018. And so 
yeah, after I turned 18, I realized, I'm like, okay, I have to go get this abortion. And I was showing. Like, I started to show. Mm. Luckily, it was, like, winter time, and so I could wear, like, big sweaters and all that stuff. And so, yeah. by the time I got had the abortion, I was, like, five months. Wow. Um, but luckily, I didn't show at, until, like, then. It, like, started in November, I yeah. guess. And so I was like, wow, this is kind of perfect. Yeah. And so I went through the abortion, and... I lost it like wow. I felt like a complete monster I couldn't live with myself and but I'm just like I have to do it like I can't tell anyone like this is going to be a secret I just assumed that no one would find out did you know like were you in contact with the dad at all I don't know who the dad was wow. that was also a problem like there would yeah. be like three possibilities yeah as well so I had no clue who it was so I was like I'm not even going to tell anyone about it like, they don't have a say in it. Like, obviously, I'm not going to keep it. Like, there's no way I could. Yeah. And so, then I moved in with Bridget. And we just kind of, we did the business. And we made, you know, a couple thousand a night and stuff like that. And as that was, as I was learning more about crystals, like, oh, this this thing does this. This does that. I was like, dude, this is crazy. I've never felt something like this. Like, mm-hmm. I've never felt like this. Like, people say... Uh, what they feel in church but I never felt anything like mm-hmm. with Jesus or stuff so I was like I actually feel something with this and I feel like it's working and so I really like looked into it more read books about it um and so I was really dependent on crystals and like pendulums as well like if I had a question like about the future or like any stupid mm-hmm. thing I'd be like I'd ask the pendulum um and so <laughs> Then I started getting into yoga, which I didn't realize was bad until after I attended LCU. Um, I had some rookies done on me as well, and I wanted to get into that as well. Um, meditation. Rookies? Rookies, so it's kind of rikis. like... Rookies? What is you that? Know? So it's basically kind of the rookie master would like scan okay. the person. The new age body. person. Yeah. Um, and like get any bad energy or trauma that's like in Mm. you and whatnot and for me like when I got first had that done on me I was like well a new person like I feel totally (laughs) healed but then Mm. like a week later it's like it's all back again and so it's like a repetitive thing that I feel like people do Mm. almost like you have to go back like all the time and so I was like I could do that like I could try to practice that and like for myself and for my friends and whatnot, and I really was into meditation. I did yoga and meditation every morning mm. um, for a while, like a year and a half maybe. Um, so then, Kayla, you know Kayla Walters, mm-hmm. she came in to my life at a very young age. I think I was nine or ten. Mm-hmm. I think we grew up together. We were childhood best friends. Um, she was very depressed and suicidal, um, kind of growing up and stuff, very insecure. And she also was raised in a different church than mine, but mm. she just like assumed she's like, God, there has to be more to than what to God than what I'm seeing. Right. So she like asked him and I guess a Todd White video like popped up or something and she gave her life to Jesus and so she was chasing after Jesus while I was doing all that, like even mm. after mm. I found out that I was pregnant and stuff. Um, and so she went to the first semester of school. Did Did she know about your pregnancy? She didn't. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Yeah, except wow. for two friends that helped me afterwards. Okay. 
Um, and that, yeah, I didn't talk about that until just this summer. Yeah. I didn't think it was, like, important. I didn't want people to know, like, it's not necessary, like, whatever. Yeah. And I was also still ashamed. Like, I still felt like a monster. Yeah. After it, because you could, like, you could feel the, you know, the baby fighting uh-huh. it and, like, kind of almost screaming almost. So it's like, wow. what did, what did most, most people don't know that. Yeah. Like, it's, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's crazy. Yeah. And the, after I started talking about that with people, or with a friend of mine, I started running into people who had experienced that. Yeah, you realize how important. It. And so it was really cool. Yeah. To like see that. Yeah. <laughs> and like encourage people, like it's okay, like we can heal from that, like it's okay, Jesus, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So Kayla. Kayla, yeah. So Kayla <laughs> went to the, her first semester of LCU, the first ever semester that they had. She came back for Christmas, and she obviously was more in love with Jesus than she mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's the only thing she talked about. And I was like, dang, this girl's crazy. <laughs> and it was good. I was happy that she found what worked for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was sad for her because in my mind, like, obviously Jesus isn't real, so heaven isn't real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, when she dies, she's going to be disappointed or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe one day she'll figure it out. But right now, like, she's happy. She seems safe and whatnot. Um, she went back for the next semester, and then she came back in April or May of 2019, last year. Mm-hmm. And... Again, more fire than she was, more on fire than the last time she came back, and I was like, dude, this girl is wild, like, I don't know what kind of cult she's in, but she's weird, and even her sister, like, Renee, she hasn't yeah. thought that yeah. she was, like, in a cult, and she was like, is this safe, like, should she really be going here, yeah. um, and so, yeah, so she talked to me, and I was like, whoa, this is really weird, and it was different this time, mm-hmm. like, I could tell, like, there was something different about her eyes and the way she talked and just like her heart mm-hmm. towards people. I was like, what? What is this? Like, I've mm-hmm. never seen this before. And so she felt in her heart that she was supposed to move in with her grandma uh, for that summer. Or there wasn't like room in her parents' house or something. There was a reason why she had to go live with her grandma for that summer. And I invited her to come over. Um, one time and so she came over and she was like dude you live like two blocks away from my grandma it was just where I was staying um, for that summer and I, in my head I was like oh dear god I cannot believe I'm gonna be near her <laughs> this yeah. whole summer um, which was not fun for me but I was like whatever I probably won't even see her anyway she seems busy I'm busy I won't see her mm-hmm. um, but then that year that and during that time I would start to see more things like shadows and like weird spirits and stuff and hear them talking to me as well Mm -hmm. and it would just be like little whispers like like Mm -hmm. trying to get at me but I just didn't ever want to acknowledge it because I was too scared Mm -hmm. yeah um and so anytime I would be home alone my electricity wouldn't work and my phone wouldn't work I couldn't call people I couldn't facetime people and it was only when I was home alone. So, like, if the kids, Bridget's kids were there, I, like, it, it would be fine. Like, everything's normal and stuff. So I always needed someone with me at all times. Mm-hmm. And so when I couldn't find anyone to be with me, I had to call Kayla. Because I knew she would come. And I was like, whatever, I can 
go get through this for two hours. Like, I won't even pay attention to what she's saying as long as she, someone's with me. Mm-hmm. And so she, like, came over, like, either every other day, and I saw her, like, on the street or something. Like, I'd be walking, and she'd be there. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, this mm-hmm. girl is everywhere. I cannot <laughs> believe this. And she was always talking to someone about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime we'd go on a walk, she'd be, like, she'd stop everyone. And mm-hmm. I was just like, girl, mind your own business. No one wants to talk to you. Like, stop. And it was really embarrassing, honestly. I was like, I'm not, I'm not with her. So I'd just like, kind of like go over, like walk, pretend I'm like, oh, look at this tree. <laughs> what a nice tree. Yeah. Um, so she'd come over and she, she knew what I was doing. Like she knew I was sleeping with people. She knew I drank. And she obviously knew that I was into crystals and stuff mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. And she's the only person that I never felt judged by because like obviously with a lot of other Christian my other Christian friends mm-hmm. they like work with crystals and like I just felt super judged and you could tell like they don't support it and even though I knew she didn't support it I didn't yeah. feel that judgment and yeah. I always just felt that love by her and I knew where her heart was so I was just confused like what what is so different about Kayla? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see her more to figure out what's going on, like if she's faking it, like there's no <laughs> way she can be this happy yeah. or she can love all these people without even knowing them. Um, so like as the months were and the days went by, I'm like, I kind of want to hang out with Kayla right now. I want to see what's going on with her or I wonder what Kayla's doing right now. And just like kind of figuring her out, wondering what's going on. And she one day felt in her heart that I was going to go to LCU. And she talked to her with her sister about it, who now is about to go to LCU, Renee. Mm-hmm. Um, she figured out that it's not as bad as she thinks it was as <laughs> so she was going. And mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so as they were talking, they're like, yeah, I really think Faith should go to LCU. And I don't remember how they brought it up to me, but they said they brought it up. And I was like, what? <laughs> In the actual heck. I was like, I'm not going to Texas. I'm not going to whatever Jesus thing you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything. I don't want any part of it. And so um, my boyfriend at the time, he was talking to me about stuff too, which was always super random. I never really understood anything he was saying. Even though he was saying kind of the same things Kayla were was saying, I just never really understood. I was like, what? No. Like, <laughs> I guess the way he words things, I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. But one day we were talking about demons and angels. And I was like, what? Demons and angels? Like, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, you know, spirits, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, they, like, they were just talking about it, and I got really scared. So I'm like, there's a good, like, chance that I'm right on what I believe, but there's a good chance that she's right, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, I'm like, what if Kayla was right, and demons and angels were real, and mm-hmm. everything that they were saying, like, my anxiety and panic attacks were, like, demonic, and the crystals were demonic, and the spirits that I'm hearing are demonic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, whoa, this is really weird. But I was like, no, that's not, it's not possible. Like, there's no way. But then I was thinking, like, what if? Like, yeah. what if he was real? What if he was real? And I died tonight. Like, where would I go? Mm-hmm. Would I go to heaven or hell? And that, like, really scared me. Because I'm like, I'm a good person, right? Like, I'm not mean. I don't <laughs> tell people that you're going to hell or something. <laughs> so I was just like, would I go to heaven or would I go to hell? And so I just like, okay, well, if God is real, like, I have to get right with him. 
So I kind of wanted to test God for a second, and it was at nighttime. And I was in my bed, and I put on a Friends episode because this, the talking, the spirits whispering to me and talking to me was getting so bad where I couldn't even go to sleep without music or TV or with someone next to me. Mm-hmm. And so I put a Friends episode on, trying to figure out what to say to God. And so I'm just like, oh, what do I say? Like, this is really awkward. I haven't talked to him like basically my whole life, mm-hmm. other than the only time I would pray would be like nighttime with mm-hmm. my parents before we went to bed, and that was it. And so the Friends episode ended, and so I was like, whoa, I've been like laying here for like 22 minutes trying to figure out what to say. Mm -hmm. And if he is real, I know he can see me. Mm. And so that made it more awkward because I hate it when people look at me, when people give me attention. I'm just like, oh gosh, this is really awkward. Mm -hmm. And so it was more awkward for me. And so I was like, whatever, I'm just going to just say it. And so really awkwardly, I was like, "Uh, hey, God, (laughs) like, what's up? Um, and so I just basically asked him, like, if you're real, like, take these spirits away from me. I don't want anything to do with it. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be done with it. And so that was the first night that in, like, six, seven years that I went to sleep without even knowing I fell asleep. Oh, wow. And I don't, I don't remember, like, what happened exactly, actually. Like, I just remember asking, like, take these spirits away. Mm-hmm. And then just, like... That's it. That's all I remember. And I was dreaming this weird dream where I was fighting off like these deep, like demons almost. Like they were monsters, but they were like really creepy looking. And it was really scary and it woke me up because of how like creepy it was. And I woke up to just light. And I thought I died because I was like, am I in heaven? Like what's going on? Because it wasn't like light where I was like squinting like sunlight. It was just like the room was just complete white and I was like where am I like this is so confusing and this all happens in like maybe five seconds but I noticed my dresser was there I was on my bed so I was like okay I'm in my room and I noticed I saw this light almost kind of like lightning but it was like a ray of light Mm -hmm. and it like came towards me and it went through my chest and it didn't hurt but it was definitely overwhelming that like kind of put me back to sleep I guess and I woke up to what like felt like 20 minutes later. I woke up and it was still dark time. It was like 11 midnight or something like that. Uh-huh. I was like so confused. Wait, so um, you, when that light thing was in your room, was that in the middle of the night? That's what I'm saying, like, even to this point, I'm not 100% sure what happened, because I know I didn't dream that. Yeah. Like, that was way too real. Yeah. For... It wasn't the next morning, though. No. Because I woke up, yeah. Yeah. At first, I thought maybe I slept through the, like, the whole day, Uh but I didn't, like, because even, like, the kids were sleeping, and, yeah, it was still that same day. It was, like, July something. I can't remember. But I was like, what is going on? And so I just went back to his bed. And I woke up that morning and I was like, I have to tell Kayla what happened Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so I told her, I was like, I I spoke to God or something like that. (laughs) And like the day before I was like, God's not real. Like, don't even, (laughs) basically. And so the fact that I was like, I spoke to God and she was super excited, like wanting to know what I said, what happened. And I told her and she asked me if I heard any spirits since then. And I didn't even notice. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God. 
I was like, God's real. This is so crazy. And I was like kind of freaking out, but like almost embarrassed because I was like, dude, I've been like judging yeah. her, gossiping about her, talking bad behind her back, telling mm-hmm. people like, do not go near her, trust me, like, you'll regret <laughs> it. Um, and so I was That's like, so holy funny. crap, like, this is crazy. And so they started talking to me about LCU again, and I was like, what? Why would I? Why would I do that? Because it just didn't make sense to me. I'm like, I have a great job here, mm-hmm. and like, like these kids that I'm like helping raise and whatnot. So I was like, why would I go all the way to Texas? Like, you Texas, gross. Like in my head, <laughs> Texas is like one of the worst places ever. How do you know? Um, yeah, I had, but I just remember it being like really country and southern, and I was like, yeah, gross. Um, so that weekend we were talking or no 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 I, I called her right before because we had a storefront for the crystal shop mm-hmm. um, I asked Kayla to meet me up before I had to go open and so she did and I was asking her a few things about LCU and because I, I knew I'm like if God is real I know Kayla hears from him mm-hmm. yeah and stuff like that and so I was like how did how did you hear like what did God tell you about me going to LCU and she told me, she's like, I don't want you to go to LCU because you heard it from me. She's mm-hmm. like, you have to hear it from God himself. And so I was like, what the heck? How do I do that with someone I don't even see or whatever? And she's like, you can just ask him. Like, You just say it in your mind if you want to. And I was like, this is really awkward. I'm like, she's looking at me. And so I just kind of in my head, I was like, God. And I was just going to see you because I didn't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. And he reminded me of a dream that I had in 2013 that I was with Kayla and Renee, that we are the age we are now. And I grew up with them. So when in 2013, we were like way littler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we were going on a like a road trip or somewhere and we had like almost all of our things. Like the car was packed and it was in the same car that Renee had now that she didn't have, you know, in 2013. When you had the dream. Yeah, and so Kayla, I had a pink pillow in my hand and Kayla didn't allow me to sit in the front seat because she didn't want me to control the music. And I freaked out after he reminded me about that dream I had because I experienced a lot of dreams coming true as well. And so for that to, for me to remember, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, that's crazy. And I like looked at Kayla and yeah. like, Whoa. Whoa. I'm like, I, he said, I'm going, I, he wants me to go to LCU, I told her, and she was like, what happened? Like, she's like, <laughs> like, cause I was just kind of like this, like, I was just looking like crazy. And yeah. I wasn't saying anything, so Kayla was like, what's happening? Like, what's happening? And so she's like, what the heck happened? And so I told her about the dream, and she was like, okay, but why does that, she's like, why does that, why did that dream say that you're going to LCU when LCU mm-hmm. wasn't there and stuff? And I told her, I was like, I never had a pink pillow until like, since I moved, until like a month ago or something like that. I don't even know where that pink pillow came from, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I just randomly started having, like, had this pink pillow. And so she started freaking out. She's like, wow, God works in weird ways. Like, I would not have gotten anything from that dream, like, with the pink pillow. Like, even if that happened to her, like, just mm-hmm. with the pink pillow for a month ago, I guess. Um, so she was excited. She thought that was me agreeing, like, oh, yes, I'm going to go to LCU. But so when she asked me, and I was like, no, I'm not going to LCU. I'm like, that (laughs) does not make sense. And she was really confused because it looked like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow God, like, blah, blah, blah. I never, like, ask God 
into my heart and whatnot. And so she was very confused. She was like, wait, so you're not going? And I was like, Kayla. And so I told her everything. I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. the business is here. The, like, my kids are here. And she's like, but if you like believe in God, why are we still working with crystals? Um, and I told her, like, it's good money and whatnot. So I still didn't understand and whatever. And so that weekend I kept thinking, like, like I was working and the whole time I was like, oh, LCU, 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 like I should go to LCU. But I'm like, oh, but it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. And so I'm like kind of talking with God, but also like trying to reason with him to like explain it doesn't make sense <laughs> for me to go. Yeah. And so later that night I was just on the phone like nonstop with like my boyfriend and Kayla and just like people that like wanted me to go to LCU Mm -hmm. and I'm like it just doesn't make any sense and then Bridget she got mad at me because I was always on the phone and not like with her in the living room and whatnot and so she was like why are you always on the phone and this was a Monday the girl that you're living with was mad at you yeah Bridget so yeah the the mother Mm -hmm. and so this was a Monday, so that happened on a Saturday when I was like, oh, the dream, like, oh, I have to go to LCU. So on Monday night, that's when I was always on the phone. I was on the phone Sunday and Saturday as well. And so she's like, she's always on the phone, which I don't do. Like, I'm not really ever in my room, locked up and, like, mm-hmm. on the phone. She's like, what is going on with her? And so she asked me, she's like, what's going on? And so in my head, I'm going to make a decision if I'm going to LCU for that weekend. So I have Monday till Saturday, you know. Um, to figure out if I was going, and I told them, like, oh, don't worry about it, I'll tell you this weekend, and she was like, what, why do I have to wait this weekend, and it wasn't, like, her birthday coming up, so she's like, what is she planning, like, what's yeah. going on, and so she said something, and I, it made me really angry, I can't remember what she said, but then I snapped at her, I was like, I might be going to Texas for three months, and then she got really mad, and she's like, you can't do that to me, you're not going, you're not going to tell me this weekend, you're going to tell me tomorrow. And I was like, I have less than 24 hours to decide if I'm going to Texas. I was like, oh dear God. And so I told her, I was like, I need the whole day off then. Like I need to meet with people. I need to talk to a bunch of people. And she's like, fine, whatever. So she gave me the whole day off and I met with Kayla and then my friend Abby and Olivia um and they were just telling me like if this if you really believe this is what god is telling you to do like you Mm -hmm. need to do it like you shouldn't (laughs) hesitate like you like there can be consequences too Mm -hmm. and i was like oh but it doesn't make sense like who's gonna take care of the kids like the kids like that's all my my whole excuse was basically the kids like who's gonna take care of the kids like it was just really bad and kayla kept telling me like if god is telling you to go somewhere he's gonna take care of those kids because those kids mm-hmm. are his kids too. Like he's yeah. not gonna yeah. just abandon them. And you weren't saved yet. No. No. I'm still just kind of scared because- You're just trying to make the right choice. Right. And trying to like get everyone to like me. Cause I was definitely a people pleaser too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I do this, Bridget's gonna come me. But if I don't do this, Kayla might be mad at me or something like that. And at this point I wanted to be friends with Kayla. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I. I like her presence and all that stuff and so I'm just like what is happening and so but I knew like even growing up I heard that like if you sin like if you don't make the right choices God is gonna punish you or something so I'm like shoot God is gonna kill me so I'm like I don't know what to do and so 
anyway, I just went back while we were. I had I was eating lunch with them, and I kind of just made a decision. I was like, I'm not going. If I really need Jesus that bad, I will find a church here or something, mm-hmm. go every Sunday or whatnot. And so when I kind of made the decision, I didn't tell Kayla. I was like, I'm not gonna go. But I had to meet up with her sister Renee, and so I was just like, I'll just tell her then. And so right after I made the decision that I wasn't gonna go, mm-hmm. Bridget calls me. And she asks, she's acting all super nice and like, she doesn't do drugs or smoke or drink or anything like, but it sounded like she was on something. And she was like, Lada. she's like, did you make a decision yet? And I it was like noon. I was like, no, I still have like 12 hours. And um, she's like, oh, okay. I just asked the pendulum if you made a decision and it said you did. And I like freaked out, so I was like, wait, no, I thought crystals weren't real, but why did the pendulum mm-hmm. say that? Like, it was yeah. just really confusing, so I'm like, I just made a decision. And so then she was like, oh, well, I also asked if I would like the decision you made, and it also said yes. And she wants me to say no, and my decision was no. Mm-hmm. And so that messed with me yeah. so much, because I'm like, can God work through crystals? Because I'm like so yeah. confused at this point, and like I just didn't understand it. So I was like, so God's real, but crystals also work. I can do both now. Like it was just very mm-hmm. confusing for me, and so I was like, okay. So it doesn't seem like it's bad that I work with crystals now, and try to follow Jesus at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I met up with Renee that night, and it was really. It wasn't an awkward conversation, it was just not much talking. Mm-hmm. Like we would say something and then we'd be like a minute silent and then we'd say something again. <laughs> and it was just like, Am I going or am I not going? Yeah. And so I kinda just gave them like, I'm not gonna go, I just don't really want to And so they were like, Whatever, like it's up to you, like we can't decide for you. Like if you wanna go, you go. But if you don't like we can't do anything about it. And then Kayla's Kayla's grandma, her light starts flickering. And that freaked me out because I was like, I'm with people. Mm-hmm. Like, why are, why am I seeing, like, electricity go crazy when I'm alone? Does that only happen when you're alone? Only, yeah, only when I was alone. So I was really confused. And so I asked Kayla, I was like, does your light normally flicker like that? And mm-hmm. she was like, no, it doesn't. Like, this is the first time I've seen it. And she asked me, Kayla asked me, she's like, does that mean anything to you? And I was just straight up like, I was like, no, I'm just wondering, you might want to get that fixed or something, I don't know. And I forgot that I actually told Renee that, because we had a conversation like earlier mm-hmm. that year, like, this is what happens when I'm home alone and I don't believe in God and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so Kayla, Renee knew that I was lying and she was like, why did she just lie? And Kayla just knew I was lying anyway. She's like, there's no way. <laughs> like, she wouldn't have brought that up. And so I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to go home. Um, I'll see you maybe around or whatever. Like, I didn't, at this point, I didn't care if I saw them or not. And so Renee asked if she could pray for me before I left. And it really irritated me. Even though I knew she meant no harm by it, I was like, oh, gross. Like, this was just so pointless to me. So I let her, I was like, whatever, you can pray for me. And so she starts praying for me and the lights like starts to flicker like faster and Kayla's just like staring at me. You know that Kayla stare? Mm-hmm. She just like stares at you and it's like kind of creepy. I was like, what is going on in her head? 
Um, but it was good. Like she, she told me that she saw like a dark cloud like try to like hover over me and just like block out any light that was coming. Um, and so that's what she was seeing when Renee was praying for me. And then Renee just stopped and she fell on her knees and she started crying. And I was like, you guys are so weird. Because <laughs> I'm not a crier, so I was like, what could she possibly be crying about? Yeah. And so I just like, well, I'm going to go. Bye, guys. Maybe <laughs> see her someday. I don't know. So I went out the door. I started walking home. Kayla was basically talking to God and was like, what now? Like, clearly she doesn't want to go. I don't want to bring it up because she's annoyed at this point. And God told her, this isn't finished. Go after her. And she was like, she's not gonna like this. So she did. She obeyed. She ran after me and she was like, asked me, she's like, what the heck happened out there? And I was like, what? You guys give me that? I was like, it was your grandma's house, not mine. I don't know. <laughs> and so she's trying to ask me these questions and I'm just like, I couldn't answer them. I don't really remember what she asked me, but we got to my garage and I'm just kind of standing there like, is she gonna go? Like, do I be rude and just be like, all right, I'm going inside. And so I was like, I just, I, yeah, I told Kayla, like, I'm going to go inside now. And so Kayla, right before I was going to go inside, Kayla was like, can I pray for you, please? Before you walk into that house, please let me pray for you. And I was like, you just prayed for me. And I was so annoyed. Like, I told her, I was like, you just prayed for me. Like, you don't need to do that again. And she's like, I just really feel like I have to do this. Mm -hmm. And so in my head, I'm like, well, maybe if she prays for me, she'll actually leave this mm -hmm. time. And I won't have to see her anymore. And so she grabbed my hands. And I, that was the first time. Like, she's never, she's prayed for me multiple times. But she grabbed my hands. And I was like, okay, this is really weird. I don't know what to do. And so she starts praying. And I jerk back. And I was like, whoa, you need to stop. Like, they don't like that. And she was like, who doesn't like that? Like, she just asked me that. And this is what I don't remember. And I'm just telling you from what Kayla told me. But mm -hmm. I, I guess I, when I, after I said they don't like that, I just turned to the road. And I started laughing super high-pitched. And, like, my eyes were going, like, all crazy. Like, I couldn't focus on anyone's, like, her eyes. And so she was very confused. I walked down to the driveway and I plopped down on the side of the grass, on the grass, which I'm allergic to. And so Kayla was like confused, like what is going on here? So Kayla kind of follows me. She's like really confused. She's trying to look at me and she's like, Faith, like, why aren't you going to LCU? And I just would say things like, oh, we don't want her to, we have her, she's ours now. And like just creepy things like that. And she thought that I was there, like, she thought that I was there, so she's, like, trying to, like, get me. Mm -hmm. And so she said, I guess she was talking to me for, like, eight minutes or something like that, and then she just didn't know what to do, so she started praying, like, speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. And the moment she started that, to speak in tongues, like, I came back, and I'm the most confused I've ever been. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? how did we get here what's going on i'm allergic to grass we were just up there we're like holding hands like yeah. one second ago and so i start yelling at kayla and i was like kayla what the heck what are we doing like what did you do to me and i was just like this is really creepy and she is just like in shock i've never seen kayla like what what just happened mm -hmm. and she's like do you not remember anything that just happened right before we were about to pray and I was like, clearly not. And so she was trying to tell me what happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
girl, you're crazy. That did not happen. Yeah. And so I was like, what the heck? And so I go back up. I'm like, Kayla, I'm going to go inside and you need to go home. And she's like, please, please, please let me pray for you before you walk into that house. And so then I was like, if I let you pray for me, will you leave me alone? And she said, yes. And so I was like, okay, fine. So she grabbed my hands again. And I was like, I took a deep breath. I'm like, this better be quick. And so she starts praying. And while she was praying, I just heard screaming and screeching in the background. Like, it sounded like how they kept saying, like, make her stop. Don't let her continue. Like, stop her now and stuff like that. And I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And I guess I didn't make any sound. Like, I was just completely silent, holding her hands like this. And I'm like doing this and like kind of like flinching all the time and as she started like she cut she was praying for such a long time and then the voices started to fade the screaming was like getting quieter and quieter so then I opened my eyes and I like had my house like in front of me and I just saw a bunch of like shadows and like just leaving my house like crawling on the ground when they would get out of my house and they'd crawl on the ground when they were like it was really creepy and I was like, what in the heck is going on? Like, I'm so confused right yeah. now. And then as I was l- looking at Kayla, I noticed that she was speaking in tongues. And I've never heard of that. I don't even know what that is. So I was like, what? Is she even saying anything? So like, I really think I'm in a dream right now. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. And then I just felt this fire like wrap around us, which was super random. Like, obviously it wasn't there, but I really felt like there was just a a fire, like we were in a circle of fire. And then it just stopped, and Kayla started praying, and Kayla was like, that was so cool, like, let's do it again, or something like that. And I'm so confused, like, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And I didn't know if Kayla heard anything, or if she saw anything, and so when I would be talking to her, and be like, because I was speechless, I was like, and there was, and she was like, screaming. And I'm like, and then there was, and she was like, shadows or something. And then I'm like, and then there was, and she's like, a fire. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, how did she see that? I was like, because I know it wasn't actually there. Because I didn't see it either. I just felt it. Yeah. And Kayla, like, she just, like, knew what was going on. Yeah. And she wow. was, like, so excited. And she wanted to talk to me more about, like, what is going on and, like, what happened. And mm-hmm. luck, Bridget finally came home. And she the when she came out of the car she was like what the heck what did you see a ghost or something mm-hmm. and i just like nervously that i'm like <laughs> maybe <laughs> like i didn't know what else to say and it was summer so like we were you know tanner and stuff mm-hmm. so like i was just pale because mm-hmm. i just didn't i was like so shocked and so kayla finally went home i was like well at least kayla's leaving but i was still like wanting to know what the heck happened mm-hmm. and it, i walked into the house we were living in and it was like, I wasn't scared. It felt so peaceful. I was like, what is going on? And it was just weird because I'm like, why do I feel like that? Like, it just feels so peaceful, calm, I'm not scared. I feel like I don't have anxiety right now because usually yeah. I'll be like, I'll be shaking. And so then eventually I called Kayla and I was like, Kayla. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for whatever you just did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. But... She didn't really explain because I had to go, um, and I just wanted to thank her or whatnot, and so I didn't really talk to her much. So that happened, like, I think was, like, July 29th or 30th of last year, and 
so then <laughs> a lot happened during those weeks before I got saved. Um, I got raped for the second time and it really threw me off too because that whole time I was trying to like, you know, seek Jesus and try to figure out, I did more research, I didn't open a Bible, I didn't read a Bible, but I was just like trying to figure out like if I could find churches here, like what's the best church because I remember Kayla telling me that there was a lot of watered down churches. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to do my own research on what was not a watered down church. But it was hard for me to do that because I didn't know what the truth was yeah. to begin with. I didn't know if it was watered down. Yeah. Um, so I did a lot. I tried to do, I didn't do like a whole lot like every day. Like I put like hours in. It was just like here and there. Um, but after I got raped the second time um, by like, it was just, yeah, it was not fun, obviously. And so... Um, yeah. It, it threw me off because I'm just like, I'm so confused. Like, if God really does love me, why is he letting all of these things happen to me? Like, why did I have to go through everything that I went through just to, like, you know, finally come to realize, like, it's him. Like, he's mm -hmm. it and stuff. So it really made me angry. And I just, like, didn't talk to anyone for, like, a week, mm. which is super random. Like, I'm always, like, either on the phone talking to someone, like, texting or just, like, always out with friends and stuff. But I just, like, I couldn't. And so then on August 17th, I think it was a Sunday, I was at the store, um, our shop, and I was with the two kids, um, Fuji and Johnny. And they were, like, fighting. They don't fight that often, but it was just, like, it's a stressful moment. I'm trying to, like, figure out everything. Um, and there was just a lot on my plate at the time, and then I just couldn't take it. So I, like, I threw my phone, like, across the room, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm one person. I'm not strong enough. Like, I just need, like, another human or more hands or something. And I was, like, the whole time I was thinking, like, what would Kayla do? What would Kayla do? And I was like, well, she would be a crazy woman and talk to Jesus or read the Bible or something. Yeah. And so I was like, whatever, I'll just give the Bible a go. And so I picked up my phone. It was cracked because I threw it. And I was like, shoot. And so that made me like, <laughs> I was so frustrated. I was like, of course it broke. Like anytime I, other times I throw it, it doesn't break. But of course this one time it had to break. Um, and so I downloaded a Bible, just a Bible app, I don't remember which one it was, and you know when you like open it for the first time, you'd think like Genesis 1 would pop up, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. When I opened it, like I didn't have to do anything, like I didn't have to sign into anything, I just opened it, and Philippians 4.13 showed, like popped up, and like, for I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. And that's when I lost it because I like I knelt to my knees and I started crying and just like I couldn't control like the tears like I couldn't see even if I tried to open my eyes like mm -hmm. I was so like whoa because I just said I'm not strong enough like I'm one person mm -hmm. yeah and so I was like holy crap like there's like there's no denying it mm -hmm. and so I just like while I was crying I was like okay like I get it. Like, clearly, yeah. what I've been doing and thinking what is right hasn't been working, and I'm still, like, not happy, and, like, I still don't feel loved or anything, so I was just like, I want to live for you now. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to give it a go. Like, I want to say yes to you. And so I did. I told Kayla, 
um, after a few hours. Oh, actually, when I was crying, I tried, was trying to hide it from the kids because if they see someone cry, they kind of like get anxious. Like, what's going on? Why, why, why is she crying? What did I do? Did, is it me this time? But Johnny, he came up. He's just like this six-year-old little boy. And he just comes up to me and he looks at me like I'm confused. Doesn't ask me anything, but he just hugs me instead, which is not something that he would normally do. Mm -hmm. And so it was just super random, which obviously made me cry more. And I just like, I knew it was like Jesus. I was like, dude, what the heck? This is crazy. Um, so then I called Kayla and I told her like what's happening. Renee was in the car as well. And they were like praising Jesus. They're like, hallelujah. They didn't know if they should bring up LCU. And I can't remember if they did during that phone call. But eventually I, came, I started to meet with my best friend's mom, LaDawn. And she, I told her kind of like what happened and she mentioned LCU and I don't remember her like ever knowing too much about like the mm -hmm. whole deal with it. Cause I just told her like, oh, I'm, I gave my life to Jesus kind of, I didn't tell mm -hmm. her everything else. And she was like, you should just apply for LCU. And I was like, I can't like, what, why would I do that? Like, it's just, it just doesn't make sense for me to go. And I did that whole thing. Like who's going to take care of the kids? Like blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And so she said, She'd pay for the application, and she's like, just fill it out. If you get accepted, you get accepted. If you don't, like, you don't get accepted. And so, in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to fill it out, write everything down that happened with me, and then, like, knowing that I wouldn't get accepted, because I'm like, why would they accept this crazy girl? And so she, I pinky promised her, which I don't, I do not break pinky promises. So I pinky promised her, I'm like, if I get accepted, I will go. Uh -huh. And um, so I'm just like assuming, like, I'm not going to get accepted. I fill it out. I write everything. Like, I guess you're supposed to be a part of a church for like six months or mm -hmm. something. And I was like, no, I don't go to church or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, I went to show my mom that I went like here and there, but it wasn't like every week. And I told them like, yeah, I have sex, blah, 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 like all these things. I'm like, yeah, they're not going to accept me in that, but like, submit, or whatever it was. <laughs> Two days later, Chet Payne calls me, and then he's talking to me, and I was like, yeah, 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 I did all that, yeah, <laughs> and all that stuff, because he was like, asking about it, <laughs> and then he's like, well, congratulations, Faith, like, you're accepted, <laughs> and I was like, what the heck, I was like, this is crazy, and also, when I applied, it was the deadline of it, like, if I waited another day, I wouldn't have been able to apply, so that was also another crazy thing, and so it was just, like, really random, and I started crying, because I, like, I knew it, I just looked at Fuji, because she was napping, and Johnny was playing video games, I just looked at them and I started crying because I knew this would be one of my last moments with them. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, when I tell Bridget <laughs> <laughs> that I was going to go, she would like, something bad would happen. So mm -hmm. I call her and of course she like kicks me out of the house and it was like, it was crazy. Like there was so much fighting and yelling and crying it was almost like a divorce with us two. Like, it was so bad. And I just kept, like, she basically won everything. Because obviously it's like, it's her kids, it's her house. Yeah. Like, I'm just living there. Um, but, like, I was with them for so long where it's like, that is family. So it's like, well, I'm going to, like, leave with nothing. Mm -hmm. And she gave me 2000 um, $2,000 what? <laughs> $2,000, yeah, sorry. $2,000 which like didn't even cover tuition and stuff but whatever 
God provided. Um, and That's so, crazy though. Yeah. And it was just like so crazy because I was like, dude, this is so bad. And in my head, God, like I was thinking that God was punishing me. Like this was my punishment from all of the things that I did before. And so I was like, it's whatever. I deserve this. I deserve this. And I kept saying that. I was like, mm. it's fine. I just deserve this for right now. Um, no, it was bad. Like I really thought like I would never see those kids again. And she even like told me that if I came back to Wisconsin and I see them, like if I see them walking down the street or something, turn the other way, like don't even acknowledge them, don't contact any of your family or friends. And so it was like hard. I was like, holy crap, like they were a huge part of my life and they did so much for me. Like they really did take care of me in a way. Mm-hmm. And like to just never talking to them or seeing them again. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, dang, that's crazy. And so I go down to Texas, or I wanted to, I was going to go to a gem show to Colorado with them, which was the first week of school. And I told Claudia, like, I promised her that I'd go to that with Mm -hmm. her. And so I was like, I called the school and asked if I could miss the first week of school. And they said, well, you only have nine absent days, so that's up to you when you use them. So I was like, okay, whatever. And LaDawn kept telling me that, I can't miss the first week of school. And she's like, God doesn't want you to do that. Like, you're supposed to go for the whole semester. Like, don't Mm -hmm. go. Like, you're done with these crystals. Mm -hmm. You're done with that. Like, you don't go. And I was like, no, I can't. Like, I have to. I'm like, if I don't go, like, she'll actually kill me. Like, I will never speak. Because we did, a few days later, we did, like, talk again. And Mm -hmm. we were fine. Because I agreed to go to Colorado with Mm -hmm. her. And so... That's why I was like, okay, no, I have to go, because, mm-hmm. like, she will, like, kill me, probably. <laughs> and so, Ladon was like, picture it this way. You're in the middle of a field, and Bridget's on your left, and Jesus is on your right, and they're both calling you. You can't meet both of them halfway. You have to choose. And when she put it like that, like she kept, because she kept saying that I'm not giving Jesus 100%. And I got really offended by that because I was like, yes, I am. I'm going to Texas. I'm going to Texas. Like, I am giving 100 But when she picked, when she put it like that, I really was like, oh, wow, I really am trying to pick both of them because I am trying to still have, like, be pleased by people and mm-hmm. not just Jesus and stuff. So I was like, oh, shoot. So she helped me message Bridget telling her I can't go. And of course she got mad and that's when she was like, don't talk to my family and stuff like that. Mm. And so I went down to Texas, again thinking I'm being punished. And I don't have a lot of friends my age or like girlfriends or stuff like that. Like they're all older, like 28 and older. And when I went to the house that we were living at, it's a bunch of girls. Like I lived with eight girls from the ages of 18 to 22. LC. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. It's, and then in my head I was like, it's okay, I deserve this. Like, this is just part of my punishment. <laughs> like, Casey, Casey West, I like, she's my best friend now, but like, I did not like her mm-hmm. in the beginning. I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is so obnoxious. She's really annoying. And, like, she's going to think we're best friends. I'm like, don't even talk to me. But, like, now she's my best friend because, like, I got set free. But I was like, I hate everyone that I'm living with other than Kayla and Renee. But I'm still kind of mad at them mm-hmm. because, <laughs> because I'm in Texas yeah. and I didn't want to be there. 
so. so you came to LCU, um, and you were saved at that point, yeah. right? But so, you had a lot of, like, you still had a lot of lies and things that you just really didn't yeah. understand at all. Yeah. yeah. So what, like, I guess you could touch on some of those and, like, what caused yeah. you to step out of those lies that you believed, like, going into LCU? Yeah, so, well, yeah, I went to LCU, like, a week and a half, two weeks later, and on orientation day, like, obviously. And you didn't go to Colorado. To right, I didn't, correct. I didn't miss the first day, or the first week of school. Went to orientation day. Anytime someone would talk to me at orientation, I would just, like, stare at them, like, don't talk to me. Like, I was so angry. Like, I didn't, like, I couldn't do it. And so then the first day of school happened, again, like, if you talk to me, I would be like, dude. I clearly don't want to be here, like, don't talk to me. And I was also kind of embarrassed at the same time because I didn't know any of, like, the Bible stories or anything about Jesus. And I knew everyone here was going to be like Kayla. And I had that fear, like, oh my gosh, am I going to turn into Kayla? Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk to everyone. <laughs> like, I was like, oh no. And so anyway, Todd mentioned, Todd White spoke the first day of school, and he mentioned something, he's like, I really feel like, we should do a fire tunnel on the first day of school. He's like, normally we do it on the last day, but I really feel like we're supposed to do it the first day of school. And I was like, fire tunnel? Like, what in the world? These people are so weird. And he said, LCU three students, LCU three men, you be the catchers and stuff. And I, I heard that there was going to be lines. So I was like, I'll just go in the back and like see what it's about and so I know what to do because I don't know what to do. And I'm just watching it when it started, and like people are flying and like screaming and like going crazy, and I'm like, not actually flying, but right, just like, right, right. just falling over. Falling over. Yeah, I just feel like we need to say, yeah, it's falling over. There were no broomsticks. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was just super weird to me. And that's when I thought, I was like, whoa, I actually am in a cult. And I needed to go home. I was like, holy crap, I, Bridget was telling me, like, don't go, it's a cult, like, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I was like, why do I, like, listen to, like, a crazy person like Kayla? <laughs> and so, while the fire tunnel was happening, it lasted for, like, an hour and eight minutes. And I was on my phone looking for flights back to Milwaukee. Because mm -hmm. I was like, there's no way I'm continuing with this. And I remember, I cannot actually remember what Todd said but he said something because I wasn't too far away from him and he said something and it like kind of hit me and I'm kind of frustrated that I don't remember what it was but I was like I'm just gonna give it a go because I was also embarrassed like if I got knocked out people would make fun of me mm -hmm. but again no one's paying attention <laughs> like I don't remember anyone who got knocked out the first day um so I was like, whatever, I'll go, because if this really is Jesus, then I do want it. Because mm -hmm. I knew I wanted Jesus. Yeah. So I decided to go in, and I waited in line, and I was shaking. And I knew I was going to get knocked out, because when I would have those rookies done on me, I would get knocked out. Which I guess isn't normal, but I went in, and I started shaking, and I was like, oh my gosh, here it goes. <laughs> like, I got to um, pass a few of the people, and they're all speaking in tongues, and I'm like... I couldn't move like for a minute and I thought I was gonna like collapse but then Angie Co she she touched my head and then I felt so much peace and I just walked down and then Todd prayed something very he said a bunch of specific things specific things for me and it really like went like it really like opened my yeah. eyes more because I didn't own a Bible at the time and he said like 
I'm gonna have that hunger to know him more. And that was one of the things that he said. And after he said that, I was like, I don't have a Bible. Why don't I have a Bible? Isn't that how we're supposed to like learn about him? And so it was really frustrating for me. <laughs> Obviously God blessed me with the Bible, but then I met you after the fire tunnel. That day? Yeah, we met the first day of school. Yeah, okay. And you were the only person that I like didn't mind talking to. And we talked, you talked to me, Kayla, and Renee. Yeah, I like pulled up a chair yeah. and just started <laughs> talking to you guys. And I was like, this guy is random. But I really did thought you were older. And then you said your birthday was on Thursday. Mm. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, how, are you t- how old are you turning? You said 18. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is weird, this guy. Because what you were saying all before that, you were like, you seem so old and mature and so wise that, like, for a 17-year-old, you just don't see that. And so I, it really, like, blew me away. And, like, everyone else, I just didn't really care to talk to. Because I, like, I knew, like, like I'm going to learn a lot from this guy. And he'd already seemed like a great friend. Like, I knew for so long for some reason. Mm. And so, yeah. Um, and then I didn't get completely set free until, like, September 29th. Um, and Chris was talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and it was funny because I experienced I actually got baptized by the Holy Spirit the night before the teaching without even knowing I got baptized because I just was in bed and I was burning like I was on fire like I wasn't sweating but I just felt like my inside was on fire and I was like oh my gosh it's so hot in this house and usually it's freezing and Kayla sleeps with the fans on which makes it even more cold mm-hmm. so it's like rare that I'm ever hot in bed and yeah. so I got up got drinking water wasn't working finally it cooled down and I went back to bed and God was like you should open your bible like read your bible right now and I was like so tired I'm so tired I don't want to and he's like no do it so then I finally did it and what my Bible should have been open to Romans 6 because that's what I read last before I went to sleep but it was Matthew three eleven, which like obviously when the Bible's open like it's a bunch of verses but when I first looked at my Bible it was Matthew three eleven. that's the first verse I saw mm-hmm. and it talked about being baptized by the you'll be baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire mm-hmm. And I didn't think anything of it. It was the only verse I read. I closed my book, went to bed, and then he, Chris started talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. And he's like, if you want to experience this, like, come up to the altar. And I, like, ran. I was like, I want to do it. Because we've been talking every day. You would ask, have you started speaking in tongues yet? And I'm like, really? no. Yeah, you would ask me that all the time. And I was like, I want to do it. I want, I want it right now. And I, I felt nothing. And I was like, ah. Oh. Still haven't spoken tons of I think I went and prayed for you. Yeah. When that was like while you were up there. Maybe. I don't remember my eyes. No, I did. Um perfect. But nothing happened. (laughs) Nothing happened. I was like, it's not working. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. And so I I didn't you can't tell like with someone's eyes closed, like you never know what's going on inside. Mm -hmm. So I just try not to prejudge, you know, but I didn't know what God was doing. Yeah, I was trying to feel like that fire, but I just didn't. And then I was telling, I told Emily and Casey at Walmart, like, what happened at night. Because I was like, it's super weird, like, I just felt on fire. And I told them, before I even told them about, like, what Chris spoke, I guess, like, oh, this is before this happened, and they started screaming. And I was like, what the heck? I haven't even finished the story yet. I just told you I went back to sleep. 
and they were like, you just got baptized by the Holy Spirit last night. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then, <laughs> and then I got baptized October 8th, and then I said, you baptized me mm-hmm. at Belong, and I started speaking in tongues. Yeah. The night before, yeah, that, that day. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just realizing that for me, I was just like, because I never, I thought it would be super weird if I ever prayed for someone to speak in tongues, because mm-hmm. I thought that that was just such a touchy <laughs> subject, and yeah. I just didn't ever want to, like, if I talked to you about the importance of speaking in tongues the first day we met, you probably would have thought I was a weirdo. Yeah. So, like, I usually don't even talk about it, but I don't know, with seeing that happen to you, I remember us coming back and praying for a couple of our friends just randomly. It's like, do you guys want to speak in tongues? Like, and we prayed for them, and they just like, like three of our friends one night, just like all of them started mm-hmm. speaking in tongues. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and I didn't know that they didn't speak in tongues before that either until yeah. we asked them. Okay, so you got baptized in water, and started speaking in tongues. Yes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it it cool. cool. And they, I remember, like, I didn't want to. Like, I was trying to make up all these excuses of not to go. Mm-hmm. And you and Cyrus were like, no, it's gonna happen tonight. And I was like, no. Yeah, you were really scared <laughs> for some reason. I was like, it's more because I guess Chris don't. It was like all the people who are yeah, just there. Staring at you. I feel like everyone, when belong happens, I feel like 20 people always get baptized and I'm like, oh, everyone's gonna look at me. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> but three people actually only got baptized and they were all the students. And it was really small, and Chris Donald said that that was the smallest belong that they've ever had. And that was a God thing, because if there was a lot of people, I would have backed out. <laughs> and it's the fact that it was so small, I'm like, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. He knows me. <laughs> yeah. He knows what's up. So, it's true. you went into LCU with one of your ears, you were half deaf yes. in an ear, and you needed glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my leg grew out on your birthday. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah, the first time I went over to y'all's house and was talking and hanging out with all of you, mm-hmm. and then we prayed for you yeah. and for um, I don't know Hiba, yeah, and yeah. for Hiba, yeah. and both of y'all, your legs grew out yeah. and your backs aligned. It was super random though because you were just talking, and all of a sudden, like Hiba and I, we didn't know each other, like we weren't even roommates yet. And she just randomly was like, does your leg, like, is your leg need growing or whatever? And I just looked at her, I was like, why would you ask me that? <laughs> but I know, like, my left leg has always been shorter than my right leg, because I'd go to the chiropractor all the time, like, twice a month. And he'd always say the same thing, oh, your left leg is shorter than the other. And so he'd have to, like, readjust me to make it even, mm-hmm. but it would just go back. Yeah. And so the fact that that happened, that was super weird. And so you were like, get up. Like line up on the wall, and I was like, this is <laughs> weird. Wall. Like go your back against <laughs> the wall. Yeah, whatever you said. <laughs> and then it grew out, and I like freaked out. I was like, what? In yeah. The heck? Cause like I saw it grow, and I felt it, mm-hmm. and it was super weird. And I was like, whoa, God, this is crazy. <laughs> and then yeah, I was half deaf. No, was that the day I met you? No, the day I met Andre. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I was half deaf and like people always prayed for my ear all the time when some when when Todd would say, If you're like need hearing or something, like raise your hand or something. So I'd always raise my hand. Like even though I could hear, like I was still half deaf in my left ear. 
And so I'd always raise my hand and this time I didn't. And I was just chilling, singing, we were worshiping. And then all of a sudden it got super loud. And I was like, what the heck? Is there any loud enough before? <laughs> and I, re I remember I was praying for it before because like I didn't raise my hand, but I was like, oh yes, Lord, hear me. And then I started worshiping like, and this happened like 10 minutes later mm -hmm. after I was like, Lord, like I want hearing. And then it did, yeah, I got super loud. I was like, what the heck? It was super loud already. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, what the heck? But then I realized like it was my ear. Mm -hmm. And then I started like testing things and I started freaking out. I turned back because you were originally behind me. But then it was just you, Andre and Johnny mm -hmm. Johnson. And I knew not really any of you guys. And none of you guys knew that I was half deaf. Yeah. So I was like, ah, like, what do I do now? Like, I need to show this excitement. So I ran upstairs. I told Renee. And then I told you. And then I told Johnny Johnson because I thought he was Andre. And then I asked him. I was like, oh, by the way, I'm Basil. And he's like, I'm Johnny. And I was like, what? what? I was like, you're not Andre. <laughs> I was like, who That's are so you? Um, and so, yeah, that happened. And then with my eyes... I was working at McDonald's at the first window and I it was really late and I was really tired and I couldn't see and so I like turned off the microphone real quick on my headset and I was like oh like I can't see like this is really hurting and I was like god I just want my vision back and so then I started to push the whatever he wanted like Big Mac or something so I had to push it and it was always still like slightly blurry but I could I can tell where's what at this point and then all of a sudden it just got like clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer and then I could see and I couldn't I didn't really understand what was going on because I was like wait what's going on and then I'm like looking around and I could see perfectly and I started screaming and I was so excited. I was like, holy crap, like, I can't, like, is this real? I, am I dreaming? And my coworkers were like, what's going on? And I was like, no, it's okay. Jesus is good. And because I couldn't talk, because I really couldn't at that time, because I was so busy, like, trying to get orders. And then I told one of my coworkers, and he still was like, I don't know about this. Like, he's yeah. still like, okay, you're really weird. Yeah. You're always talking about Jesus. Yeah. But, yeah. So that was three things that happened wow. my first month wow. of school. That's amazing. That happened. That's so cool. So. Um, well, we're a good hour and ten minutes in, um, but I guess really quick, kind of to end it, um, if you have anything else you feel like you're supposed to share about that time frame, you can go ahead and do that, but also, I guess, just how are you now? What are you, <laughs> what are you doing now? And, um, and like, yeah. how are you experiencing God right crazy now? Crazy stories from recently. <laughs> you want me to say the earthbound one? Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe. Um, yeah, I'm kind of working. I watch kids now, and I'm, like, traveling here and there. Like, I'm in Wisconsin and Texas, like, every now and then. And basically, I go out a lot. I have a lot of errands to do. I'm kind of like a personal assistant as well. So I watch kids and I'm a personal assistant, so when I'm always running on errands, I always like run into people. Sometimes I'll go to gym shows and I'll like bring the gospel there. Gym um, shows? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people will know what that is. Yeah? Yeah. Like just new age gym yeah. shows where they sell gems? Yeah. yeah. Where they like the crystals. Yeah. And stuff. And I brought, yeah, I like went to one 
one specifically in Colorado and like someone like manifested and it was like really crazy and I didn't understand like what was happening at the time but then I remembered I'm like wait this is an actual thing yeah so I was like yo dude and so I like prayed over him and like it happens all the time like even on the airplane like someone manifested on the airplane like right next to me and I was like dude this is crazy and so I just like pray for them and so just randomly like people will just come in like on my path like people who experienced like with rape and abortion and you know just being in the new age like culture and being like witchy stuff um and i'll just like encourage them and tell them about jesus and you know some accept it and some people like get really mad at you and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah. i just like that's what i kind of do i'm just kind of it's great that i'm a personal assistant because i get to go on so many errands for people mm-hmm. that is never in a rush and i just get to like talk to people yeah. like everywhere that is cool. so yeah. yeah that's yeah. amazing yeah well yeah that was awesome <laughs> cool that was exciting um so yeah, I guess we can end it there. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed the interview. And this is Basil. Is there anywhere if people want to follow you? Do you want to? Um, if you, I guess Faithy Woo on okay. Instagram. F A I T H E W O O. Okay, that's just in case. <laughs> in just case. in case it if blows up and people want to. Yeah, yeah, that's something God's been working on me too is communicating because I'm really bad at it. Yeah. Even when I'm like, okay, I know the plan. I think most of us are yeah. bad at communicating. Yeah, most. just like replying to people because like if you call, I'll probably answer. But it's something I've been working on because I have met, been meeting so many people and giving them my number and they mm-hmm. reach out to me when they feel like they need to and they want Jesus and like they're ready to say yes or just like mm-hmm. encouragement mm-hmm. Um, they'll message me so I'm getting a lot better at responding yeah. so if you guys want to DM me on Instagram at Woo. awesome okay <laughs> and then if you want to follow us or, <laughs> or no. if you have any questions and want to reach out it's at Caleb Cox 23 and what is yours Katya Dot Cox. Cox. Mm-hmm. I like that last name. <laughs> On you, it's good. Okay, well, we love you guys, and we thank you for watching, and we hope that you're encouraged in the gospel. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.